Heart Dam, you're listening to Frolicking Chronicles, a Frolic Inc. broadcast. Merry Christmas, sis. Oh, Merry Christmas. It's that time of year. We're less than two weeks out from Christmas. And we're talking about angels today. Yeah, you kind of had... um, somebody tell you like we should do angels and demons and we're just going to focus on angels because we see them around this time of year yeah it was actually brad sutton so brad if you're listening uh we probably will do some extended content and kind of dive into the demon portion of the angels and demons in the bible um but it did definitely provoke this conversation about how we decorate for christmas and what we're using as tree toppers now Traditionally, I always do a star. Mm-hmm. You know, the wise men saw the star and led them to Jesus. Uh, the North Star. In the manger. However, Tamantha has this beautiful angel that's behind me. Yeah, I got him at a floor shop located in Anaheim, and I'm forgetting the name, but I've had this guy at least a dozen years. But I also use a star on our tree at home, and it's um, it lights up. And Pax and I bought it in Honolulu, Hawaii. Oh, I love in that they light up. 95. Yeah. So in, Sophia um, just put it on actually last week when she was home. I think I saw that in your story. It mm-hmm. was very sweet. Yeah. But a lot of people do use the angel tree toppers. And it is significant because it recognizes, just like the star, uh, you know, baby Jesus, because the angel was the one who told the Virgin Mary that she would have baby Jesus. <laughs> we love the Blessed Mother. And. It is Angel Gabriel, which actually kind of got us to talk about the significance of angels in the Bible. And the more that we were diving into it, you know, we're realizing once again how relevant certain things are about like angels are non-binary. Well, non-binary, but also just, um, do you know why people actually put them on top of the tree besides a guide in the way of baby Jesus? Do tell. Well, I just was reading that um, it says here there's so much religious significance in that tradition. It's been thought that placing an angel on top of the tree and therefore declaring the family faith would also scare away evil spirits from the home around the holidays. Really? Mm-hmm. And people used to kind of craft their own angels. Uh, it said that the very first angels were homemade ornaments, usually made from natural and expensive materials like straw. And by the 17th century, Europeans were making glass angel ornaments which eventually became the full-size angels that sit on top of our trees yeah and i think if you're even if you're not religious Mm -hmm. and you're spiritual you can appreciate the presence of that angel vibe yeah especially during christmas time this holiday season and if you are into vintage at all in antiques it is pretty spectacular the history of these artisans making these angels. Oh, yeah, and then crafting it. And just so you guys know, that was from uh, finance.yahoo.com, an article on December 4th of 2020. But I I do think that I can't remember what... Does mom put an angel on top of her tree? I think she did for a long time. I know that when mom and dad first got married, uh, they were gifted, and I actually thought it was a clever wedding gift, a huge basket of these homemade ornaments. And there was a glass tree topper More. like the sphere thing? yes mm-hmm. and i actually think i have that in my garage oh. um somewhere 
and those are also very gorgeous. So yeah, definitely comment below. Yeah, are you uh, a star person? Star? I think um, Mark Wood, if you're listening, did he put like a a vintage Santa or something on top of his tree this year? Yeah, and didn't you guys like used to put like make sure that they were putting they uh, have a multicultural angel. Yeah, they have a person of color angel yes, on top of yeah. the tree. And uh, even though they're not really religious, so they're like um, way not they religious. Have, no, but they still have their tradition of getting together and. Um, yeah, so she puts an angel, my mother-in-law puts an angel on her tree. And what I like about that, though, is because Jesus actually was dark, you know, he yes. had some melanin, yes. you know, there. And so here we grow up in this like, oh, beautiful, uh, you know, Christ is on the cross and he's always really clean and really, you know, Caucasian looking. Mm -hmm. And if you go to more of our Spanish churches, you'll, you get the real you get deal. The I one. mean, you know, he's got the, the crown thorns, of thorns, the blood, blood coming down. <laughs> um, so I appreciate that, uh, you know, yeah. the Bowman's actually kind of switched that up yeah. because that's important. So the angel behind us that you were talking about a little bit earlier, I got him in Anaheim um, at a florist shop and I've had him probably at least 12 12 or more years, I would say. His angel's uh, wings detach. But he is technically a tree topper, but I just move him around my house. That's usually how he ends up out on display. I love it. But you said angels are non-binary. Angels are non-binary. And the archangels, um, specifically Gabriel, Michael, Raphael, um, Michael is the most powerful. And so when we get to the conversation, extended content, uh of the demon and the fallen angel, Lucifer, will learn more about how Michael, I mean, cannot be reckoned with. I mean, he's the most uh, for justice. By the way, angels are supposed to be healers. They're supposed to be the most intelligent. So moral. when we talk about the fallen angels, it's not like a human person and our free will because angels are supposed to be highly intelligent when they make a decision it's firm so there is no repenting for oh. an angel to you know let's say lucifer had a change of heart and he decides he wants to go back into heaven it's not an option for him he was the most beautiful he had the most grace and so when he rebelled against christ and did not want to follow our god that's a permanent decision for him and michael and his armies, I mean, defeated him. And you read more about these stories. It's kind of interesting because there's, you know, we, it's where does the myth cross into the Christian culture? Because Lucifer is represented as a dragon uh, in in this uh, story. So oh. it's, it's pretty and then, uh, fantastic. And you have so many movies that have come out, whether it's Constantine or you oh, love Constantine. And Gabriel mm -hmm. and Constantine is uh, amazing. I think it's I think Tilda it's Swinton. Swinton, um, once again, you don't, she's brought to light in a more masculine way, the way mm -hmm. they stylized her. Her costume is that of um, that influence. In yeah, and influenced by, let's say, like a psych ward where it almost looks like there's representation of not only the patient bands, which I think once is like sorrow, uh, passion, it looks like she's kind of wearing a straight jacket ah. of sorts. Like the, it'll be interesting to get into that costume designer's head, but um, yeah, she's remarkable looking, mm -hmm. honestly. So she portrays Gabriel and Constantine, which I love that, that film. 
Uh, then there's movies like Legion and, you know, kind of Which I apocalyptic. Haven't in a while, I haven't but, watched yeah. it in a while either, but it is worth giving it a go because, you know, like I said, it's interesting how in pulp culture uh, we take these legends or we take these very much Bible stories and then like incorporate it into these films yeah. in Hollywood. Well, and what's interesting is Los Angeles, the city of angels. So I kind of have to wonder. If you've ever hung out at Alvera Street during the holidays, it's pretty fantastic. Oh, I haven't been there during the holidays. It's gorgeous. I don't know that I've ever been there, like, ever. There's a little church down there, too. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know in this post-COVID type of world what's allowed and what's not allowed. But these would do pretty extravagant uh, parades, Mm -hmm. even where they would bring, like, animals uh, to represent, like, the nativity scene. Yeah. Which is pretty great. So I don't have a nativity scene out anymore. This year, I didn't put one out, but I always think of that little angel that goes on top of the vintage one that mom brought back from Detroit. Too bad. It, it was like, um, oh my gosh, it was made out of, it felt like, not paper mache, but something of that. So my boxer, Lucy, rest in peace, she like had a snack oh. on all those What I liked about little that. statues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and that nativity scene, you could actually put a little light mm-hmm. in the I back of it. And I thought, bond. wow, that's so cool. Like, I wish... All yeah. of them kind of came like that, or you could probably alter it and mm-hmm. then and then make that look for yourself. Yeah. So, so shall we uh, talk about our cocktail? Oh, we can. Yeah. So um, okay. Well, I actually tried this cocktail last night because we were watching It's a Wonderful Life, and um, we had a very full Christmassy kind of weekend with Logan, right? Oh my gosh, you guys! We felt like we were in uh, hometown America in, in Pomona, Pomona, California. Yeah, they had their Christmas parade. Yes, they were so excited to bring it back in 2021 because obviously it did not happen in 2020, and. I mean, you talk, we had like the low riders representing, they had the vintage squad cars uh, from the police station. That's how the parade ends with Santa Claus on the fire truck. Marching band. And then lucky us, uh, we were able to hear my son sing his song and I'll put the link to to that album, Logan's um, song specifically. And so, yeah, we got to go, we were outdoors, like watching live musicians perform, or I should say live singers. And that was pretty special because that hasn't been the case. And, yeah, you know, we got in a quite live a while. show. The last time Logan performed was March 2020, like right before the lockdown. Mm-hmm. So that was really chilly. But so anyway, so we came across this bourbon pear spritzer and we made it last night. And uh, because I was staying the night at Ronnie's and I thought, well, I'm going to enjoy my cocktail now because I'm not going to be driving. And um Basically, you make a simple syrup with that's infused with the ginger cubes, the frozen ones from Trader Joe's is where we got ours, and some sage leaves. So you make. Do you remember the syrup. name of the bourbon that we use? Because I want to thank Paxton for gifting that to Eric on his birthday. I don't it has rem- like a tiger icon on it. Yeah, I don't remember it. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, we tapped into Eric's birthday gift Thanks, bourbon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you so much. And so basically, um, okay, I'm gonna try and think about what Say this drink it by is. memory. Yes. Um, okay, so you make um, the simple syrup and you let that cool. Then you're going to go ahead and put in your pear juice, uh, which I think was about an ounce and an ounce and a half. I should have looked this up. I'm so sorry, guys. I wasn't prepared. Um, oh, maybe I, I cut into it. So, But I'm, it's sitting in front of me. Oh, actually, you guys can see it in the screen. It has this beautiful, almost cider um, color. 
And T has garnished it with sage. And then she's also um, put a slice of uh, pear in there. It's the one with the brown skin. I should have that memorized by now. Oh, yes. Okay, I found it. Artfully Barlet pear, I think it is. Artfullyalyssa.com. You're going to have one and a half ounce bourbon, two ounces of fresh pear juice, which we actually use uh, a can of... A can of pears, and I used the syrup from that. And then Ronnie found Kern's nectar pear. So we, I love it. Yeah, splash that in there today. It's not um, like in Berlin. If you're ever in Germany, in Berlin, you can get fresh pear juice, like, no problem. It's so good. Everything's so fresh. So I was kind of missing Berlin mm-hmm. when I was hunting that one, oh. Kern's nectar. And then uh, two ounces ginger ale and one tablespoon of the ginger sage simple syrup. And then you're going to use a uh, one pear sliced, um, so you can kind of see the whole outline of the pear and sage leaves for garnish. So the directions are: uh, once combined, simmering, remove the heat. Uh, f- that's for the simple syrup. When you do that, and then you're going to strain and store that for yourself. And then you're going to mix all the ingredients together, and voila, you have this beautiful drink. Shall we drink? Try? Yeah. Now, I, re- I recommend that you do it cold, like you have it nice and chilled. All right. Mm. I can smell the... Um, I love this much better bourbon. than I did last night. Last night, Tamantha made me a stiff drink. <laughs> I, I like, it was um, really hard for me to... I, I liked mine last night. I'm a little I, wimpy. But I actually really love a good old-fashioned... See, this is actually really good. Yeah, so... I love a great old-fashioned. I'm a bourbon uh, person. And because it's a sipping drink, right? It's not something you're going to, like, drink through a straw and you're going to just relax and enjoy it. And uh, last night, so we had that, and I I enjoyed it very much. So for me, I I like it a little bit stronger because I'm not – I like less sweet and a little bit more of the the booze taste. But it's interesting because we're identical marriage twins, same DNA – taste buds are different (laughs) well i think you got a little bit more of the pear juice last night mine Mm -hmm. legit like tasted like just the bourbon that's all i could taste in my drink maybe i didn't that was it it. no i felt like (laughs) i gave it a quick little stir so so okay we'll have the link for that cocktail it's Um, really good but this is the awesome part about it it has a ginger ale to make it a little sparkly and fizzy which i think we didn't add that to this we didn't add that today uh, today but so i I do like that kind of and we use vernon's is that or verners you like verners that's your preference for the Mm, ginger ale it's actually not it's not i thought it was yours it is oh maybe that is i always get confused (laughs) because i'm not a ginger ale person per se like it's not something that i put on my grocery list but which one do you, you go for Canada Dry or something, right? Yeah, I've, because of the price point. It's usually, Oh, the price point. No, yeah. then I am a Vernon's. Mm-hmm. The one that's more expensive is what I get because I don't drink it very often. And, and I it's think big, um, mom is proud of me about that. The Detroit. Yeah, that was their, <laughs> she like, likes that about their me. Their ginger ale. So I'm more of a Canada Dry. I'm going to buy it, you know, mm-hmm. with the mixture of the boxes of sodas when we're entertaining, right? So, yeah. But it's just a great little mixer. Yeah. Okay, so, um, so Angel's... Uh, by the way, I just want to say, I think that drink can be for fall and lead you right into Christmas. Yeah, and I love the garnish of the sage because that always reminds me of a turkey. So definitely oh, true, could true, be true. a mixture of fall to yeah. December. Well, and then you sent me a video. I did. On YouTube of like 12 facts 
of angels and I actually learned a few things and um, I don't know that I would subscribe to that guy's channel but the video link is worth at least the one watch and if you're not super into religious and you're more non-denominational or not just don't even watch the last two minutes or minute. well and <laughs> and that was the kind of the thing so anytime we're we choose what subject matter we're going to do for an episode. Uh, we do both take turns reviewing things on YouTube. And I sent it to T and I said, look, I think this guy has interesting things to say, but by the end of it, he does seem kind of fanatical. And when we say fanatical, um, there's really no other way to say that. So, so it's going to be included in our playlist for sure. Yeah. And just for clarity, like Ronnie and I, even though we were brought up as Catholics and that's our faith, uh, we are not discriminate, discriminatory yeah. Yeah, of any other religion. So that's where the guy lost us because he started going into um, a little bit crit criticizing like uh, Muslims. And, and it, it kind of goes yeah. back into this thing of um, the true religion. And as Catholics, we've definitely heard that, you know, the true religion is Catholicism. And it's an interesting conversation that I had with somebody years, decades ago, actually, when our younger sister was at Loyola Marymount, which is a private Catholic college, Catholic college. college. And so, of course, you have to kind of consider who you're chit chatting with sure. and, and these kind of things. Know the source. Know the source. But I do want to, um, once again, you know, emphasize that another reason why we're talking about the angels is because oftentimes when we're sitting in on like maybe an online workshop mm -hmm. or we're talking to people who are psychics or mediums a lot of times when they're opening up their session they ask for certain angels as like a guardian or protector mm -hmm. uh for that opening or within that opening prayer and as catholics we think to ourselves oh wow that's awesome that these people who are non-denominational, not religious people, still ask for Archangel Michael. Yeah. he He's that powerful that he crosses all the... Right. So what I was trying to say was just that we celebrate all religions and all different types of diversity. So that's why we didn't get on board with the end of this guy's video. Culturally, yeah. Yes. But he did bring up some good points to ponder. So um, 12 facts about angels, uh, they're creative and spiritual beings, spiritual and physical world, unseen and seen, visible and invisible. So um, we talked about highly intelligent and in, uh, their moral judgment. Yeah. And he said um, when there's an earthquake... Oh, that yeah. angel has arrived. So, so of course, mean California has like a bunch of angels. angels. We got all the angels. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then let's see. Uh, angels are spirits, uh, ministering spirits, spiritual beings. When people say they're spiritual or not religious, I mean angels are, you know, involved in everything. I guess. Um, let's see. Uh, you might have talked to angels without knowing. Yes, uh, that's an important no one. number, like thousands upon thousands of angels. Can I tap just into what mm -hmm. you said? You may have talked to an angel and not know it. There is a story that you must be kind and hospitable to everyone who comes into your path. And it kind of reminded me of one of our favorite films, Family Man, when Don Cheadle is, oh, I like that. You know, he's basically playing an angel. And so you never know when it's just a stranger or potentially an angel. And so if you come off uh, selfish, uh, non-hospitable, it's, it's not good, you know. 
right. Uh, okay, and in this one, other um, they are also known as other ones or the holy ones or watchers, which remind oh, me of watchers. the Ryan and Shane, the new show from Unsolved uh, Mystery. They they finished that Buzzfeed out, Unsolved. and now they're called the Watchers on YouTube. So I thought so we need I to get the backstory that, on yeah, that. Yeah, where that came from. Um, other types of heavenly beings are cherubs, which made me yes, think of the yes. Vatican and the fonts are, you know, flanked by cherubs, like huge, really tall cherubs. Um, the art, uh, angels are messengers of God, God's army fighting spiritual war, uh, spiritual versus physical. God yes. is spirit. Mm -hmm. Angels can only be in one place at one time, but if there are over thousands, I, I mean, then I feel like. Okay, I don't understand that point, to be honest. <laughs> well, and Archangel Michael is the one that is in uh, God's presence. I do remember reading about that yeah. as we were coming up, and that was, it's pretty significant. Well, that's the thing. Um, rank and order among the angels. Archangels are superior to other angels, so it's like they have a chain of command. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he's like the chief angel. Like, he's the, the head of all of it. I mean, there's a grotto in Italy that's dedicated to him. Um, different types of miracles where certain popes have actually seen uh, the angel Michael. I mean, yeah. it is it is pretty, I know we're using the word powerful over and over again, but really that's what it is. Like, it's it stops you. Well, and then it says, uh, do not marry the angels. Um, they're not given marriage. And it made me think about that Meg Ryan and Nicolas Cage film. A long time ago. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Eric loved that movie. Yeah, he chose his, like, human love over being an angel, mm -hmm. right? And then angels are very powerful. The Lord has established his throne. They are greater than man. Um, and then finally, angels help and protect us for those that will inherit salvation. Um, we, But we don't ever worship angels. So you can have them yeah. as guardians and guidance and... You know, so th so that and they will correct you. It's like there there are stories in the Bible where they talk about the angel or the person is like you know ready to worship the angel. And the angel mm -hmm. says, "No, yeah. the only one you worship is the Lord." You know, yeah. Um, so very like absolute. Uh, I believe you can read more about the Archangel Michael in the Book of Daniel, and it goes kind of into the more of the depth of um, even like there's just like historic things that have happened you know like the king of or great prince of persia and how he may have been actually possessed by a fallen angel um oh so it just i mean we're not historians in that way but it yeah. did, did spark an interest for me to say oh i'm gonna talk to eric and like tell me more about like this prince of persia and like let's see where these um history mythology and the bible all kind of cross well and i think that's the most interesting thing about it you can really explore different tracks of angels right and well yeah and i'll read you so it says um the scriptures of saint michael the archangel but when the archangel michael contending with the devil was disputing about the body of moses he did not presume to pronounce blasphemous judgment but he said the lord rebuke you so you always hear that in mm -hmm. those scary movies oh, like yes. we rebuke you you know yeah, exactly. um and uh just kind of skipping down here um at that time shall rise Michael, the great prince who has charge of your people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never has been seen since there was a nation till that time. But at that time your people shall be delivered, everyone whose name shall be found written in the book. The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days, but Michael, 
one of the chief princes came to help me, for I was left there with the kings of Persia. And, and so I'm just kind of curious, like how these historic battles in time yeah. may overlap with these biblical stories sure. and kind of like dig into that a little bit deeper. Right. Well, it sounds like there can be a lot more to be explored. So maybe we'll continue on next year or have some Patreon content of what we find out or what, you know, we enjoyed about this. But for now, I have to say I enjoy my star. Yeah, I enjoy my star on my tree. And I also um, value guardian angels. Yes, me too. So, um, yeah, I think that's going to cover probably what we have on angels. It's not a lot, but just enough. (laughs) Once again, comment below if you have a specific angel experience. Uh, comment below if you always decorate with the angel. Um, I know that Eric and Jaden just came back from New York and near Rockefeller Center. They have that like choir of angels that are, you know, with the trumpets. There's a lot of um, backstory to why angels are used during Christmas. Yeah. Um, not just like uh, Christian, you know, fundamentalist type of things, but I mean, the nostalgicness of it for sure um so yeah yeah there's tradition in it we hope you guys are gearing up for a wonderful holiday season yes be safe out there and yes definitely and let us know where your most favorite uh winter displays are we were passing down uh was it irwindale yesterday and saw that the whole stadium was decorated for their light oh, extravaganza. Uh, irwindale um angel stadium the Orange County Fairgrounds, they all have these kind of drive-through Christmas light experiences. experiences and they look gorgeous from the freeway. I love it. All right. Well, Merry Christmas, Merry Happy Christmas. Holidays, and enjoy whatever is leading up to Christmas time.